Welcome to the Esports Report. I am your groovy host, your groovy host, Ashley Hodge. Welcome, everybody. I hope you are having a fantastic day. Uh, Now, today's episode should be relatively short. We are going to review the GHSA Play VS 2022 Splatoon 2 slash three rule book for the upcoming season. Now I say two slash three, because if you have been following the play versus updates, you will know that Splatoon three is coming this fall, which I'm sure a lot of schools are very excited about. Um, However, if you go to the play versus website, where you are looking at the rules, they only have Splatoon 2. So right now, we are going to go with the information that we have. And if there are any updates, I will be sure to update that with a new episode. Uh, So we'll be right back to do a deep dive into the Splatoon rulebook for the upcoming season. Alrighty, so the very first step you're going to need to do to get to this rulebook is go to the Play Versus website. You do this by opening whatever internet browser uh, you have and typing in playvs.com. That'll get you to the main website. From there, you want to go to Esports 101. Then you want to go to Resources. Uh, Now, we're going to click on the third one here that says Game Rules. That is where we will find our Splatoon information. All right, so we're going to scroll down so you see Hearthstone. And right under our Hearthstone, we have Splatoon 2. So there are only three things under the Splatoon 2 category. What is it? The rule book and the game day protocol. So the very first thing is explaining to coaches, parents, and players what Splatoon 2 is. It is described as a third-person action multiplayer game where you compete as an inkling. That's what these characters are. Uh, A species of fashionable teens who can turn into ink-surfing squids. Uh, So this game is actually very popular. Um, So it's considered a family-friendly alternative to action games like Call of Duty. So the Inklings, they do shoot at each other, but they only shoot paint. All right. Uh, So basically, if you are playing multiplayer in Splatoon 2 or 3, uh, a regular battle is called a turf war. Uh, Basically, you have two teams. They are different colors. The matches are three minutes long. And the goal is to cover the ground with your team's ink. So that is basically it. Now, when you compete, um, or at least when I competed last season, my team uh, in competitive mode, you actually competed in all of the game modes. It was not just Turf War. Um, So Turf War, that is your classic match mode. When you play multiplayer, that's what you play. Uh, The next thing is you have Rainmaker, which is kind of like a capture the flag. Uh, The team has five minutes to carry a special weapon known as the Rainmaker to capture points near the opposing base. Okay. Uh, Next, you have uh, Splat Zone. As the most popular competitive format, teams have five minutes to cover the zone with their team's ink. Uh, So that's basically Turf War. Uh, 
uh, tower control. This is when teams take control of a central tower and it will move through your team's checkpoints towards a capture point. All right. Uh, so basically you want to reach capture points and then you have clam blitz, which you have to collect clams scattered throughout the stage. The first team to a hundred wins. So you'll be participating in all of those modes. If you play in the play versus GHSA high school esports league, or at least that's how it was last season. Okay. Uh, so if you continue scrolling down, there's just some additional information. It goes over key strategies. If you want to read that on your own uh, key terms that you should know, uh, you need to know about specials. So these are special weapons or super powered weapons. You activate a special by pushing in the right control switch on your Nintendo switch because this is a Nintendo title. Uh, some of these specials include uh, Tenta missiles, which are four fire missiles, or Splashdown, which launches you into the air before slamming back into the ground. Okay, so you have different weapons, different specials. Uh, the next thing is called a Super Jump. This is essential in Ranked Splatoon 2 to keep pressure on the objective. Jumping on a teammate will basically allow you to jump even higher in the air. So use your teammates as trampolines and do a super jump. Uh, next, you have splat, which is a knockout or elimination. So basically, you can uh, temporarily remove other players. If you deal enough damage to their health, they are KO'd. They're splat. Next, you have trade. This is when two players splat each other. Uh, so basically, you have a 1v1 trade, which is, I mean, obviously you want a 1-0 trade, but <laughs> it wouldn't be a trade then, would it? So 1v1 is basically when both players uh, eliminate each other from the match. Um, then you have something called sharking. Uh, so these little characters, these inklings can actually turn into squids. And while you are a squid, you move through the ink very, very fast. So a lot of players were actually turning into a squid, hide in the ink, and then pop up and uh, eliminate players. And then you have the last term that you would need to know is push. It's when the team works together to move forward to reach an objective. And then, of course, you have uh, practice recommendations. Uh, where you, can you find resources for improving your play? Basically, for any of these games, just go to YouTube. Just YouTube, how to get better at Splatoon 2, and there are a dozen videos. You know, you can do that for Mario Kart, Rocket League, League of Legends. And then as you watch that more, you can actually pick, like, a favorite player uh, and just watch them. That is what I highly recommend. Uh, so that's the first little bit for the Splatoon 2 um, objectives, uh, explanation, really. Uh, next, we're going to look at the rule book. So this is the rule book. So we've actually already gone over the game and rules, um, the rosters. We've done all that in these previous episodes. So I don't really feel like we should have to go over that again. Um, Preseason. Uh, the only thing I'll say about preseason is if this is your first time doing Splatoon 2, I really would recommend you participate in preseason because it will give you a chance to like see how to set the game up, see what gameplay is going to be like, and potentially like if you have any connectivity issues, resolve that with your IT before the actual season starts. Um, so this is the rule set right here for uh, the game. So it's four versus four. 
uh, teams must be submitted with substitutes in place before, you know, the, the season begins. Uh, this is a best of five format because these matches are so short. The first team to win three out of five games will win the match. Um, any remaining games in the series will not need to be played. So this is your game uh, order, and it's very important that if you are the host team, which is the team that makes the match and invites the opponents, that you follow this order. So game one is Turf War. That is your standard game that you will play in multiplayer. Game two is Rainmaker. Game three is Splat Zone. Game four is Tower Control. And game five is Clam Blitz. And remember, if you need to know what those are, you can simply go up here and you can look at this information right here in what is Splatoon 2 because they do do a nice, nice little breakdown of what these game modes are. So remember Turf War, that's classic uh, multiplayer mode. And anytime you boot up into multiplayer, that's normally the game you play. Rainmaker is Capture the Flag. Uh, Splat Zone is Cover the zone with your with your team's ink tower control is you have to take control of a tower and move it through checkpoints and clam blitz is collecting clams so just remember that all right so if you scroll down here you go the host must press the x button for more options and then set the following settings so again if your school is the host one student will invite their teammates to the match and then that student must fight the invite the other team to the match um so when you set up this match no secondary abilities has to be off use amiibo gear that can be on use amiibo username that can be off reset options every match off um so that that's just standard uh, weapons and gear this is very important uh, anything a player has unlocked can be used except this item. You cannot use the Splash Fest T. Any player that's caught wearing one will result in an automatic loss. So if your students have been playing this game a long time, they might have that shirt. They cannot wear that. They cannot equip that. Your team will immediately lose if they have that. Um, so you have the regular season. Uh, so the competition type is Swiss. Again, 4v4. Best of five game mode, gears, all that fun stuff that we just went over. And then, of course, you have a playoff format. And I think I mentioned this in another one of these episodes. But basically, you can only have two Splatoon teams per qualifying school. Um, that kind of helps like larger schools not overtake uh, smaller schools who might have only one team. Uh, that way you don't have a school that's got like 20 Splatoon 2 teams versus a school that only has one. Um, so for playoffs, they will compete in a single elimination format until only two teams remain. And there you go. So again, this is just kind of repeats. They have finals format. Um, I guess we should look at at the playoffs format a little bit closely. Um, so basically, uh, well, it's, I guess it's a good thing we looked at this. Uh, so if you are in playoffs, if you make playoffs, um, you make sure that you have the students that you want, including substitutes, because that roster will lock and you will not be able to make any changes to it one week prior to playoffs. So make sure you do that. Uh, this is important. Teams that 
uh, are missing results or forfeit more than two matches will be disqualified from playoffs. I can't remember if I talked about that in other episodes, but basically there is still an ongoing issue with teams not showing up or not communicating in a timely manner. So basically if you forfeit, if you don't show up, if you have missing results and that happens twice, you cannot make playoffs no matter how well your team is doing. So make sure you stress that to the students that they need to commit and make uh, make a commitment and, and be really serious about participating in esports. Uh, Will can attest to this that that's an ongoing problem because students see, oh, it's esports, it's it's video games, but what they don't understand with competitive esports, you have to have a lot of discipline. Uh, you have to practice a lot, just not at school, but at home to be really good. So they need to understand that this is a commitment because if somebody doesn't show up twice and it's a League of Legends team, well, the other four students now can't make playoffs because of that one player. So just make sure that you emphasize to your students that join esports is just like any other sport. And honestly, I have a student athletic contract that I could go over in another episode to kind of give you an idea of how serious I make my students take it with my school. So sorry. Sorry for that little tidbit. Uh, So the competition type for playoffs is single elimination. The top two teams remain. Uh, The team size is 4v4. And again, rosters, they are locked one week prior to the playoff phase. It's best of five. So the first team to win three out of five games wins the match. Um, Any other games after that do not need to be played. Here is the game mode order. Turf War, Rainmaker, Splat Zones, Tower Control, and Clam Blitz. And then again, you have to have the same settings. Uh, Secondary abilities off. Amiibo gear on. Amiibo username off. Reset option every match off. And then again, the only thing that you cannot use in any GHSA play versus match is the Splatfest T. That will result in an automatic loss for your team. All right, next we have the finals format. This is the top two teams. And this is normally broadcast at the state championship. So the team size is 4v4. Again, best of five. You have to win three out of five. Game modes, Turf War, Rainmaker, Splat Zone, Tower Control, Clam Blitz. You have to use the same game settings. And again, do not let your students wear the Splat Fest T. Not let them use that. Okay. Uh, Stage selection. So how do you select your stages? Um, So the teams can choose any stage except shifty station so don't select that Um, as long as they fall within the appropriate game modes for the current round if the incorrect game mode is selected for a round players should send the game back to the lobby before play begins and correct the mode okay Uh, now how do you know who picks what well here's the stage pick order so turf war stage one pick goes to the home team so whoever is hosting the match Whoever created the match, whoever the home team is, they pick the first stage. Uh, for Turf War, which I just said, sorry, Rainmaker. So for Rainmaker, stage two, the loser of stage one. So whoever loses, they get to pick the stage. 
Uh, and that's how it follows. Whoever lost stage two picks stage three. Whoever lost stage three picks stage four. And whoever lost stage four picks stage five. And then, of course, uh, substitutes. If you have a student who wants to be a substitute or you assign a student a substitute player, make sure that they are enrolled and attached to your school. You cannot randomly um, add children um, during the season. They have to be registered with Play Versus and they have to be attached to a specific team. Um, so there is um, a, a section called the bench section. That's where you find it. Um, so in the event of an emergency, uh, to be given 30 minutes to find a substitute for the game, if the replacement cannot be found, the team will forfeit the match. And league officials, that's play versus, they can determine what is considered an emergency. Uh, and, of course, you can you can change players. You can play substitutes between rounds, but you just have to do it before the round starts. And then you have player equipment. What are you going to need? Um, you're going to need a Nintendo Switch system. Correct. And you're going to need a television or monitor that is connected via HDMI. You will need an Ethernet adapter if you're going to directly plug it in to your internet, which I highly recommend because Nintendo's online service uh, can be spotty sometimes. That coupled with the limitations that the school internet or Wi-Fi will even allow, like you really have to talk to your IT people about freeing up and making the connection available because that's what I had to do. My IT had to come in look at the four individual switches that we had and set them to be unlocked so we could play. So just, you know, make, make sure you've got all that set. All right. So you'll need a Nintendo Switch Joy-Con controllers or a Switch Pro controller and a, a, an active uh, Nintendo online, an active online Nintendo membership, which is only $20. So that is the good thing about Nintendo online. It is uh, very cheap compared to PlayStation and Microsoft. And then you'll need the game Splatoon 2, uh, or in our case, Splatoon 3. All right, so this is how uh, the match goes. Uh, so during preseason, so again, I highly recommend if this is your first time playing Splatoon 2 slash 3, you join preseason. Uh, so make sure that uh, you restart all of the systems at least one hour before matches and test it by loading into a private lobby. Uh, now, I know that might be unfeasible or not unfeasible. <laughs> That's not feasible for some of you. Uh, as for, for me, for example, the students don't get out until 320. Uh, the match is at four. So as soon as 320 hits and the students are out and I'm done with my, my duty spot I'm in my room looking if, you know, if these things need to be updated, if the game needs to be updated, checking the Internet connection, all of that. So I just recommend you do that as soon as humanly possible. Um, if you have any technical failures. Uh, make sure that you alert and notify a coach. And then, of course, you can contact uh, Play Versus through the support chat. Okay. Uh, technical support, coaches must be available to assist with the setup process and troubleshoot any matches. And uh, that's a GHSA rule. Like, you physically have to be there. Your kids can't play from home. You can't be 
on your way there and your kids are kind of doing this on their own, you need to physically be there to help them. And then, of course, the timeliness of the match start. Um, so you get 30 minutes. So the latest you can play a match is at 430. If you go to 431 or 432, you know, anything past that, it is considered a forfeit uh, just because we want to get the matches started and they need to be in a timely manner. Now, sometimes the technical issue is too much and you you just can't fix it. You don't know what to do. So I would always recommend reaching out to the other coach if that happens and then try to reschedule. Uh, but understand just because you request a reschedule doesn't mean the other coach has to grant that to you. All right. And, uh, you know, what, what happens if people don't show up? You just record it and report it. All right. Uh, so match lobby setup before the match play versus we'll let the coach and players know who is responsible for hosting it, setting it up and inputting results. That is the home team, the host team. You are responsible for that. Uh, so there you go. Home players will, will open the game. They will be designated by play versus in the match lobby. If memory serves, the home team is blue and the other team is red. And this is how you set up your lobby. Okay. So you open the game and uh, your character starts in Ink <laughs> Inkopolis Square. Um, now, before Inkopolis Square even loads, you're going to have these, these two Inklings come up and they'll give you an update on the multiplayer. And sometimes that takes a while. So make sure you pass that. Uh, before four o'clock starts. So you, once you load in, you're in Inkopolis. So press the X button to bring up the menu and select the lobby in stage section. Select private battle. One player, player one needs to create the room. Have player one press the Y button and that will create a room. Choose yeah, and that is an option, to continue without a password. The host must press the X button for more options and set up the correct additional settings below. So remember, secondary abilities are off. Uh, Amiibo gear is on. Amiibo username is off. Reset options every match off. And then the home team, you are responsible for creating the series of matches that must follow this order. Turf War, Rainmaker, Splat Zone, Tower Control, Clan Blitz. Right, once that room is created, everybody else has to join. Um, so what we did is, and this is what you'll have to do, is before the match, you will need to look up the other team's students like we, not we, the Nintendo Switch friend codes, add them to the Switch, and then they can join the lobby. And uh, I can I can make a video how to do that once I get back at school with my students and, and talk about that. Um, so basically, when all the players have joined, player one selects ready, and then they begin the match. All right, game two and onward, the home team will take a screenshot uh, using the capture button on the controller, and then players can make adjustments to gear, and then they will start. Now, you need to take a screenshot after every match so you can upload it for the post-game process. Uh, so, basically, the home team will go in and put who won each match, and then you can include a screenshot. And uh, you do this by selecting Add Game Results from the Mission Control tab. 
And again, um, once the once the season starts, I can log in and kind of show you how how to do that. All right, so that is the rule book. And then I believe a lot of the information I just went over is going to be under game day protocol. Um, so, yeah, basically for game day protocol, we, we've covered this, but I think this is important. So you really understand uh, teams that have 30 minutes, they, teams have 30 minutes to join the match lobby. So 430 is it because games start at four. If you don't show up or if you show up past that time, uh, you are going to get a forfeit. And remember, if you get two forfeits during the season, you will not be able to make playoffs. Uh, the home team, that's the blue team, uh, will create private matches. And then they will invite everybody. Everybody will join. And then they play. Now, in Splatoon, uh, coaches cannot spectate, okay? If either team is found to be spectating the match, it is an automatic loss for that round. So make sure you are not doing that. So IT, uh, this they recommend at least one hour before. But again, that's not feasible for a lot of us because of the way our school day ends. So just as soon as you can, or maybe even throughout the day when you have time, restart the consoles, update the game, and uh, give your IT department a heads up and have them on standby for any technical issues that may come up during the match. All righty, so these are the instructions for setting up and joining a match, okay? Uh, so as I mentioned earlier, you have to add your teammates and your opponent to the student's Switch who is going to create the account. So it says from your Nintendo Switch home screen, uh, press up, press the up button to access user profiles. Uh, navigate your account and select add friend, then select search for friend code. And they should have a code uh, posted with their play versus account. It should be right underneath the student's name um, when you see them pop up in the match lobby. All right. Once you have accepted the friend request, please allow a few minutes for your opponent to create the match. When the lobby is ready, all the players will need to join the room. Player one's name should say joinable in the private battle screen. Select the name, select yeah to uh, enter player one's room. All right. So exit your settings to navigate back to the Nintendo home switch screen. This is the start of the game. So this is the start of the game. Uh, find and open the game. And then from Inkopolis, press the X button to open up the main menu. Uh, they have a nice little picture right here, and you can click on the lobby button. Next, you want to select private battle. Then you want to press the Y button to create a room. Make sure that you do not put a password on the room, and then select yeah, and that'll get it started. So again, make sure you have the correct settings, uh, secondary abilities off. Amiibo gear on, Amiibo username off, and reset settings after every match off. And then, of course, make sure that nobody is wearing the Splatfest T gear. And then, of course, you, you wait for all the players. So you'll see everybody in the lobby right there on the left, on the right. 
And then you can select the game map and mode. Okay. And that is really it. So there is your rundown over Splatoon 2 slash 3. Sorry, I stumbled through that a little bit. Um, but make sure that if you are playing in Splatoon 2 slash 3, that you do join preseason so you can test everything out. Make sure you get in contact with your IT in case the Nintendo Switch online service is blocked from your school's internet. And of course, make sure that all of your students are in compliance with these rules so you don't actually accidentally get a forfeit and miss out on playoffs. Uh, so that's really going to be it for this episode. I don't really have any news. Um, I've just been playing a lot of Pathfinder 2E games in the nights of the last called Discord with a bunch of cool people. Uh, that's really it. I mean, I, I participated in a raid last night that was a spider monster run by Bob from Knights of the Last Call. Uh, it, might, it may pop up on their YouTube. It may not. So if you're interested in that, make sure you go check them out. Uh, other, other than that, I hope you guys have a good day. And uh, as always, bye.